Hello, welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. I'm excited. I'm excited to um, deliver this information. Um, it, it's always been my hope for me to take my business to the next level. And my hope is that there's something that I, I say um, to you that's going to help you bring your business to the next level. So this is primarily for um, real estate agents, but it transcends all different um, endeavors. What you know, whatever you're doing, whether you're a real estate investor or in some other type of business, the information that I'm going to give you um, should be helpful. And so um, I'm going to go over the 10 steps of becoming a millionaire real estate agent, the 10 steps and kind of the 10 steps that I went through. And so I'm not talking about just making a million dollars a year because, I mean, it, that's not easy either. That's not easy. But at the very at the very but. Just doing the numbers, um, if you have 10 buyer agents and your buyer agents um, are doing at least two deals a month and you're splitting the commission and the average commission is ten thousand dollars, that's one hundred thousand um, dollars, which will give you a million dollars. That does not make you a millionaire just because you made a million dollars that does not make you a millionaire. So what I'm talking about more so is having a net worth, having a net worth of over a million dollars and building a big, powerful real estate business <clears throat> that comprises of <clears throat> your real estate brokerage business, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you have a team or um, whether you have a brokerage. <clears throat> And then leveraging other people's time and, and your knowledge and your leadership to get to what Gary Keller calls the seventh level agent. And we'll talk more about that. And so let me give you a little idea of what my journey has been like um, as a real estate agent. I started off as a real estate investor. So a year out of college, I bought my first property. Um, I, I just had that mindset. And, and so number one in the top 10 is having the entrepreneurial mindset. So having the mindset of wanting to be great, always wanting to take your business to the next level, knowing that if a business is um, not succeeding, if it's not growing, it's dying. So I started off as a real estate investor. Um, a year out of college, I was a computer programmer. I had read an encyclopedia at 17 years old that 90% of all the wealth um, are owned by those who own real estate. So at 17, I knew, I knew at that time what my destiny was. Um, that was an epiphany moment for me, reading that in an encyclopedia, and it stayed with me. So I started buying real estate. The goal at the time, the goal at the time was to um, buy one property a year. So I did that for about five years in a row. I did that for about five years in a row. And then um, I decided to get my real estate license. And I got my real estate license. And at the time, my only goal was to make $100,000 in a year. That was my goal. I knew that as a real estate, um, I, I knew as a computer programmer that I was not going to make $100,000 um, in a year. It was at that time, it was going to take me many, many years to to make it, to make a hundred thousand dollars. 
And so I really wanted to get into real estate, got into real estate, um, eventually got my license. That's good. Got, got my license. And in my first year of real estate, I made $100,000. Now, that was a lot of money back then. That was in um, 1994. Made $124,000. Average sales price was $100,000. Average commission was $3,000. Made it in my first year, $124,000. And so I shifted my mindset. My, in my mind, I said, well, I've achieved that goal, but I didn't want to stop there because if that was my end goal, then I would have stopped. You know, they, they, they say as a man thinketh, so is he. And so I, I kind of raised my, my thinking. And so I said, well, if I can make $100,000 in the first year, let me keep going. Let me see how much I can scale my business. And so I became, I began a new track, a new venture, a new thought process mentally. And, and I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire and, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I, I put that as a big goal. I put that in my mind. I wanted to go from making six figures to seven figures. And so I put that in my mindset. And so I started working towards doing that. Now, when I made that 124,000, I was by myself. That was my first year. My second year in real estate, I said, I want to make, I want to become a millionaire. I can't do it by myself. Like your dreams have to be so big. Your goals have to be so big that you need help. You need help doing it. So in my second year, I got an administrative assistant. Um, I got two buyer agents and I focused on leads. I focused on leads to leverage myself through not just through getting more leads, but through the, the buyer agents um, alongside with the investing multiple streams of income alongside with the investing. It took a while, but into the early 2000s, I was I was making over one hundred thousand dollars a year. I had a portfolio of 13 properties and I was thriving and the market crashed in 2008, 2007, 2008. And so I, I started, um, unfortunately, when the market crashed, I crashed along with it. Like um, here in our area, in the DMV, there was not a lot of houses to sell. Agents were getting out of the business. I didn't get out the business. As a matter of fact, in 2007, I um, went through some medical, some major med medical issues, um, but I said that wasn't gonna define my life. And I bought a brokerage. I actually bought a franchise in 2007. And I started growing my business because I still had that same goal. I lost a lot of my wealth. Not, I didn't lose it. I sold a lot of my wealth at that time. And my income was cut more than in half because this, this wasn't a lot of houses to sell. Um, a lot of my team members, I had built a big team and they went on to get you know full-time jobs. They needed that job security. Uh, we couldn't get loans, the um, mortgage industry, um, nobody, Wall Street wasn't financing the, the mortgage companies. And so it, it, it was a rough time, but I made it through because of my mindset. I kept in my mind that I want to have a net worth over a million dollars. I had lost about half of my wealth then. And so I started the process of rebuilding. And what helped me rebuild my wealth was real estate investing. 
slowly but surely the market started coming back. I started doing more recruiting. I got up to about a hundred agents working for me, still kept recruiting. Um, and, and then my net worth kept going up and I got to a million dollars. Um, went through, had a very successful career as a real estate um, brokerage with the franchise model. Uh, about three, about three and a half years ago, we left that franchise model and became an independent brokerage. Um, my income kept going up. My wealth kept going up because of my properties and and um, and the equity. And so I began um, the journey really starting late last year, middle to late last year, where I said to myself, you know what? I think I can become a millionaire. I see, I mean, a billionaire. I see all these other people, whether they were in real estate or not, becoming billionaires. Um, I think I can do it. I've got to have more streams of income. So last year we launched a title company. We launched a, a mortgage company. I've got to have a bare following. And so um, I'm keen on my email marketing database, my followers on social media, um, but there was something that was keeping me back. I had limited beliefs. Um, I had fear of public speaking. And so that's why, you know, my, my social media following wasn't good. I didn't embrace social media. I just recently in the last year started embracing social media, Facebook live and, um, Instagram live and, and all of those types of things, podcasts. And so we're on a podcast now and it wasn't, until I was able to overcome that limited belief where I wasn't a good public speaker, um, that I I've been able to now get the following that I need. Now I'm starting to grow. Um, I, I launched a couple of years ago, an internet marketing business, an information marketing business where I sell digital products, um, online courses for real estate investing, um, I, I do ebooks. Um, I sell videos, coaching programs, all of those types of things as another stream of income. And so my goal is to get to a net worth of over a billion dollars in the next 10 years. But that's all because of my mindset. But because of that, you guys, unfortunately, I don't get a lot of sleep because that goal of becoming a billionaire is, is subconsciously, it's in my mind that most nights during the week, I can't sleep. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to my phone and, and running numbers on my calculator in the middle of the night saying, okay, if, if I can open up this office and that office and, and, and generate more, more revenue with, with the brokerage business, how can I add more value to my agents so that they can utilize some of the other services that, that I have? What's my value proposition to them? What's my value proposition to my loan officers who, who, who come in? And so that's what I've been thinking. So I've had to overcome my, my fear, my limiting beliefs in order for me to get from the initial six figures, then to seven figures, and then to hopefully get to the point where I have a net worth and, and able to sell everything that I have for a billion dollars. And so it begins with that, you guys. It begins with that entrepreneurial mindset. You've got to have an entrepreneurial mindset. 
if you're a real estate agent and you just got your license just to list and sell real estate, not to become filthy rich, this is probably not the podcast for you. This podcast is for those who want to become filthy rich, that wants to build a lifetime of wealth, that wants to live up to their fullest potential. This is for you. And I'm going to go over in a very short period of time. If you guys have any questions or comments, go ahead and put them in in the comment box. Everything that I've done, everything that I've done kind of step by step. So the first step is, you guys, to have an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset. Now, there's going to be some things that you're going to um, cross or come up with that is going to that you're going to perceive to be very difficult or painful. And so we always gravitate towards what's easy or, or pleasurable, and we run away from things that are painful. What, what's been painful for me is the public speaking. Um, I put in my mindset that I wasn't a pu good public speaker, and I'm getting better. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm, I'm getting better. I had to overcome that in order for me to get to where I want to go, get to that big goal. And so that leads us to number two, you guys. And so number one is having that entrepreneurial mindset. Number two is big goals, big dreams, big habits, big models. In, in order for me to really get to where I am, I want to do it um, as pain-free as possible. I want to set that big goal. And so you guys know what my big goal is. And then um, I want to dream about it. And unfortunately, I do dream about it. Unfortunately, I lose, lose a lot of sleep um, thinking about it. But then there's proven models. Almost anything that you guys want to do in life, there's proven models out here. And so as a, early in my career, there was a real estate agent named Craig Proctor that um, in the mid-90s, he was actually selling. He was an information marketer back then. He was selling um, books and tapes. He was selling product. And I said, look, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to follow him. He's in Canada. He's making a million dollars in commissions. I'm going to follow him. One thing that he said in, his, in, in the information that I received in the mail is he read this book. Now, if those that know me know that I love to read. And I feel like I've gotten an MBA or a PhD in business just because of what, I, what I've read and, and, and through my experiences. But Craig Proctor said, read this book called The E-Myth. It changed his life. And I read The E-Myth and it, and it really changed my life. And so I followed what was in the e-book, Michael Gerber, what he said in The E-Myth. I followed everything that Craig Proctor, put my own little tweaks to it, but he was my proven model. And so we wanna go with proven models and then we wanna, have the right habits. And, um, and so I, I try to do everything that I need to do in terms of having all the right habits. Um, accountability partners, I, I have. Um, here and there, I've had coaches. I have a coach now for my um, information marketing business. Um, so get coaching. Um, scaling my business. I'm always, always, always focused on scaling my business. Um, professional development, getting good education, even if I, this is pre-COVID, have to go out, fly to it, whatever, 
Um, I'm getting personal development um, for myself and I'm thinking about my marketing, my people skills, um, the number of closings that I have, all of those types of things go with the big goals. And I want you to have a big goal. Your big goal needs to be at, at least in this market at this time, we're in 2021, your goal should be at least to have, um, to, when you retire, have a net worth over a million dollars. That needs to be your goal. That has to be your goal. And so it comes with the big goals. And then you've got to dream. You've got to think about it. You've got to meditate and pray um, about your success. And that that's what I do daily. I, I go um, for a five-mile walk every single morning, um, try to do it seven days a week, no matter what the weather. Well, I don't go with the train. And I'm meditating. That's my routine. That's my routine. Every single morning, um, I meditate and pray. And I think about my day and think about what I need to do in order to, for me um, to reach my goal. And so it starts with that mindset. And then it goes with the big goals, the big dreams, the big models, and the big habits. Then number three is focus. You've got to know exactly what to focus on. And I try my best to focus every day. I try to only focus on lead lead revenue generating activities every single day. That's what I do. Lead lead revenue generating um, revenue generating activities is what I try to focus on. We need to focus on. You need to focus on you guys daily. Focus on daily the three L's: leads, listings, and leverage. That's what you should be focusing on as a real estate agent, but really as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, leads, how many leads are you going to be getting? When is the next lead coming in? We only make money when we generate leads. The real estate agent that can generate the most leads is going to make the most money. And so we've got to focus on leads. Then we've got to focus on listings. I'll talk more about listings in a minute, but I was telling my agents in our sales meeting Monday night, two sides of every deal. The side that's winning is the listing side. We've got to focus on listings. You've got to be a listing agent. And then in order to scale your business so that it can get to a million dollars, you need other people. You've got to leverage other people's energy and time. Um, And so those are the things that we focus on. I I just um, took about 8,000 square feet in my building up on the third floor. And one of the reasons I did that is because of focus. Like part of the focus needs to be your environment. Your environment needs to support your focus. A lot of my agents were kind of slipping a little bit working from home. I don't do well working from home. I I have too many distractions. My number one distraction is the kitchen. My number two distraction is my TV. I've got ESPN on all day. And so, that environment for me personally um, doesn't support my goals, doesn't support my focus. And so my preference is to work from the office. And so I, so what I did was I got 8,000 square feet up on my third floor. Now I'm renting offices to my agents. And they went like hotcakes to my surprise. But what it told me was that my agents, they're, they're aggressive, they're bold. They're entrepreneurial. Um, they're ambitious. They want their environment to support their focus. They want their own office so that they can focus and be 
the best that they can be. Um, so your environment has to support your, your, um, your focus. And then energy, you've got to have that energy, you guys. Uh, we all need energy. We need to exercise. We need to eat right, pray, meditate. We need to laugh and we need to have fun, hug, kiss, all those kinds of things. We need that in, in, what we, in, in exactly what we do. Um, again, accountability partners, um, mentors, coaches, all of those types of things is what you need. And so we go from adopting an entrepreneurial mindset to big goals, big dreams, big habits, big models, focused and really focused on the right things on a daily basis. And the agent that can sustain that focus throughout, not only throughout the year, but throughout their career, those are the agents that are going to win. And so you've got to have a focus. And the people around you, even if they're other agents, they're not the best thing for you. I, I was in, in a Remax office early in my career, and there would be eight, I would come into the front door in the lobby, and there would be agents just kind of hanging out and wanting to stop me and have conversations. My office was up on the third floor um, at that time, and I was tunnel vision because we were in a big office. Actually, our office was the number one um, REMAX office in, in the um, REMAX International. And not, not to brag, but to prove a point, I was the number one agent in that office, but I was focused. I had a big team and we were focused and I didn't have time to talk to these agents. And they thought I had, I had an attitude, um, thought I was stuck up, what, whatever they thought, I really didn't care because you know, when, when the broker put out the, um, you know, the, the, the stats for, you know, who was number one and, you know, you know, they were kind of at the bottom, but you've got to have the right people around you. I mean, you hear that all the time. It's a, it's an old cliche, but you've got to have the right people. That's going to help you focus. That's going to keep you focused. That's, that's going to allow you not to stay with the status quo, but that's going to elevate you to get to the next level. And so all of that is focus, you guys. And so hopefully you're taking notes, but focus, I want you to focus. All right, number four, now we're getting into the meat and potato of this, of becoming a millionaire real estate agent. Lead generation, write it down, write it down, lead generation. That's the key to your success. Now listen to me, I spoke a little bit about listings. Whenever you're spending money on lead generation, it has to be on listings. We don't spend money. It's not a good use of your money spending money on buyers. We spend our money on leads, lead generation, I mean, listings. Um, we want listings. You have to be a listing agent. I, I was a listing agent my whole career. And then the buyers that I got from my listings, got buyers from my listings, internet calls, um, sign calls, open houses. I got my buyers that way and I gave them to my buyer agents when I had a team. And so when we talk about lead generation, the number one thing we speak of is listings. I, I have an agent that works for me now. Um, she had a limited, limited belief that she couldn't do listings. 
And prior to her coming to my office, she had never done that one listing. And I told her, you've got to do listings. Like you have to be a listing agent. Two years later, she was the number one agent in my office because she added listings and she saw the value of the listings, but it's not enough just to be a listing agent and get listings. It's not enough. You got to sell your own listings. Like as a real estate agent, you, you, you have the opportunity or the potential of getting both sides of the deal. One of my agents um, called me yesterday, I believe. And she said, I've got this listing that I want you to buy. And I said, well, what do you want? She said, I'm happy just to get the full 6% commission. She got the listing. She knew it was a good investment opportunity. She called me as the buyer. Um, we went back and forth for a couple hours with the seller, which was really the personal representative of the estate. And finally, by the end of the day, she got both sides of the listing. We, we came to an agreement. Uh, we ratified the contract this morning. She gets both sides of the commission. She wasn't happy with just one side, just 3%. Why would you be happy with getting $9,000? Well, you could get $18,000. Put in the work, get the listing, put the work in, do everything legal, of course, but try to sell your own listings. So we talked about lead generation, marketing. Um, it begins and ends, in my opinion, number one, with listings, but number two, with your database. You've got to build a database. You've got to use the technology to use a database. So you set up a database. I talked about one of the things that I want to do this year is to get my leads, uh, my contacts in my database up to um, up to 100,000, up to 100,000, about half, I think I'm about halfway there. Um, but that's one of the goals because that's your book of business, you guys. I'm going to talk um, in a few minutes about selling your business or selling your book of business. You've got to focus on building that database. When you go to sell your business, um, like any doctor, any good doctor, any good lawyer, they're not necessarily selling their equipment when they sell their business. What they're selling is their book of business. And so you've got to build that database. And so while you're building that database, you got you to gotta get the database, which most people have, most brokerages have the technology. We use KV Core. And then you've got to feed that database, feed KV Core with all your contacts every single day. And then you've got a market too. You've got a built-in market. You've got a captive audience. Um, market to it. I like to say at least three times, at least three or four touches every single month. You've got to market to that database. That's that's how you begin the process of building a referral-based business. That's the best type of business to have is a referral-based business. And so that's part of the lead generation. Begins and ends with listings and then building that database. If you are not building your database, if you're not if you don't have a database, you don't have a business. You just out here for fun. You are not serious about your business. You are, you are not trying to take your business to the next level. Um, you're just out here having fun. This is a hobby. You've got to do this the right way. You've got to have an entrepreneurial mindset and get that database and build it and build that database. That's your business, you guys. That's your business. But what really works? So email marketing works. Now it's social media. 
Um, social media works very, very inexpensive. Um, networking. I told my agents the other day, I see a lot of them having home buying seminars, virtual home buying seminars. No, 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 not in this market. Why are you going to, why are you marketing for a whole bunch of buyers and there's no in inventory? You're on the losing side of the table. Stay on the winning side. Who's winning in this market? Sellers are winning. Investors are winning. They're buying properties, renovating them, putting them back on the market. But then the listing agent who's listing the buyer's properties, the investor's properties, the real estate agent who focuses on listings, they're the ones that are winning. Stay on that side. Go after listings. Have home seller, virtual home seller seminars is that is what you should have. I mentioned that to my agents and one of them um, had already started that. So that's what you've got to do. You've got to be on the winning side. Lead generation is the key to your success. You've got to do something every single day that's going to generate leads and then um, be consistent with it. Don't try to do everything. There's a whole bunch of things that I could have mentioned direct mail, farming, cold calling, expired listings, um, all of those walking neighborhoods, door hangers, all those types of things. And all of those things work, but pick one or two, be great at those things. Um, stay consistent with those things and then, um, and then move on to something else once, once you've made your money doing those things. All right, number five, embrace technology. I've got an agent that um, is, a, is what I call a solopreneur. Um, he's a solopreneur. He, he kind of refuses to scale his business and, and he's got a great business, but because he refuses to scale his business and get um, transaction coordinator, administrative assistant, buyer agents, um, and hasn't embraced technology whatsoever, plateaus every year, every year, he gets up to a certain point and can't get over that. And it's a good, I mean, it makes $200,000 a year, but has the potential of making a million dollars a year in, 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 commit, in commissions, but refuses to embrace technology, refuses to embrace it. You've got to embrace it. Technology is your friend. Um, some of you have a limited belief that technology is hard. If you say to yourself, technology is hard, then of course it will be hard. Um, you will never ever scale your business if you don't embrace technology. Now, fortunately for us in real estate, there's wonderful technology out here for anything that you wanna do. Um, mobile apps, there's mobile apps out here. Um, and a bunch of different people do that. Um, CRMs, there's um, uh, Commissions Inc has a CRM. Um, we use KV Core. Um, there's a bunch of them out here that are off the shelf that are that are really, 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 really good. Websites. You've got to have a website. Now, websites, in my opinion, are, are a little obsolete now, um, but you have to have one just to, just to show that you're credible. But landing pages is what you should have. You can't monetize. It's very difficult to monetize a website. You can monetize. You can make money off um, sales funnels. And um, and uh, what's lead pages? I, I forget. It'll, it'll it'll come to me. Landing pages. And so landing pages, sales funnels. And so I have a sales funnel for everything because 
And so you want to put something out there, um, e e either market to your clientele um, that you have something to give them. It could be a checklist. It could be a report. You need something where you can gather their information, give them something of value, but then gather their information. When you gather their information, what do you do with it? You put it in your database. Now you have them forever. And in most cases, um, the cost per lead is little to nothing, but now you can market to them for forever and ever. And so um, either you embrace the technology or you hire somebody else that's going to embrace the technology. No shame in that. Like you can't be great at everything, but be smart enough to know that if you're not going to do the technology, then you've got to hire um, a virtual assistant to do it. We hire virtual assistants for almost everything that we do. Um, a transaction coordinator, which most of my agents have transaction coordinators that are virtual um, and very, very inexpensive. Administrative assistants, some of them have them that work in the office. You've got to get help. You can't be everywhere. In order to scale, you've got to leverage somebody else's time. All right, number six, you guys. Probably, probably one of the most important is you've got to build a powerful real estate team. You've got to have a team, an all-encompassing team. You've got to do that. I've got an agent that started with me um, part-time, dual career agent, working for um, the fire department. And he came to me from another brokerage through <clears throat> a number of one-on-ones. I said to him, um, because he's very ambitious. I said to him, in order for you to scale your business, you got to get some help. You need a transaction coordinator. You need some buyer agents. You need a team. As a dual career agent working for the fire department, he rose through the ranks of, of my brokerage to be the number one agent in our, in our brokerage. And just recently, only recently, left the fire department to pursue this full time and to become a million millionaire real estate agent. And he embraced the team concept and, and, and knew that he had to embrace technology, which he did. As a team leader, you've got to embrace um, technology. He's got transaction coordinator, ad, administrative assistants, um, maybe, maybe 10, um, I think he has about 10 buyer agents. Um, he's got an office now up, up on, on the third floor in, in my office. And so he's, he's leveraging other people's time. Um, he has a number of different mentors that he uses. But the biggest thing for him is that he's a great leader. And as a team leader, we, we say team, but then we say leader, got to be a leader. You've got to be a leader of people. You've got to be someone that people, number one, want to follow. You've got to be, you've got to have a value proposition for your buyer agents. The number one value proposition is that you can give them leads. Um, and then you've got to be able to delegate. A lot of people can't delegate. You've got to be able to delegate. Sometimes you delegate and your assistants, you know, maybe they won't do a great job in the beginning like you, but you've got to keep working with them. Um, you've got to be able to train. He he trains almost every day, role playing, office meetings, things like that. He's one of the top young, young millennial, one of the top um, teams 
in, in our area, in Prince George's County, one of the top teams, number one reason is because he's a good leader and he's a good listener. He comes in my office, uh, you know, maybe twice a month, maybe three times, and we sit down and he's taking mental notes. And I look and I think to myself, he's not writing anything down. He's not getting it. But then in a day or two or a week later, okay, he just implemented what I, um, what I told him. And so that's what you've got to do. Build that team, leverage other people's time um, to, to build your business up. Um, I started a team my second year of real estate because I knew where I wanted to go with my business. You don't necessarily have to have a team, you guys, um, to be a million millionaire real estate um, agent, but it's just a lot easier. It's just a lot easier. You start with an administrative assistant or transaction coordinator. Um, I talked about generating leads. You've got to generate enough leads. When you know that you need a team is when you have too many leads or so many leads that you can't handle them yourself. Now you need to start a team. That, that's when you start a team. I can go on and on and on about a team. Um, that's a whole nother podcast, really. Uh, one other thing I want to mention is, in my opinion, the best brokerages to do teams with are the ones that give you a 100% commission split. Those are the best. Um, when I was at Remax, it was so long ago that it was when agents, Remax agents got 100% of their commission. It was very easy for me to um, give my agents a split because I was keeping the whole thing, paying a monthly fee. I left the Remax model and, and went to um, that franchise model where there was a commission split and, and the team just didn't work as, as well. Because now, because I had to not only give the, the franchisor part of the commission um, and a royalty, which meant I had to give my buyer agents a little less. So in my personal opinion, 100% brokerages are the ones that work the best for teams. All right, um, number seven, budget. I see a lot of agents not able to really make it or make it or live up to their fullest potential because they're not budgeting their money. You gotta save your money, you guys. You gotta live below your means. I, I, I have an agent that, um, he's not with me now. I actually um, heard from him about a week ago. He's not with me now. He was with me years ago. He was my number one agent, but he would plateau every year also. It was because he didn't budget all the money that he made, he spent. Like you guys know, you've been hearing this for years that it takes money to make money. You've got to rein reinvest in yourself. You've got to take some of the money that you make and keep growing your business. One of the ways you scale your business is through money. And so that's how you scale your business through money. He would take his money and he had the best cars. And I would feel bad because his car was always better than mine. Um, the nicest clothes would go to the nicest restaurants. I would see him um, even recently through social media. Like I've never been to that. I personally, I'm, I've never been to that restaurant. Lavish vacations. Um, but then every year would struggle didn't have money for marketing, would struggle every year, would borrow money from me um, because didn't budget his money. You've got to budget your money, you guys. You have to budget your money such that 
you're saving your money for the next venture. I always, I always think in my mind, if the next venture, if the next opportunity, be it business, be it um, a real estate deal comes my way, like, like it did yesterday, I need to have the money to take advantage of that opportunity. Even if it takes a sacrifice for me to live below my means. My agents used to tease me all the time. I, I, I had this um, big body Benz. It was my dream car. And so I had that big body Benz for 15 years. And they used to tease me, it's time to get rid of that big body Benz. But that big body Benz is paid for. And I was taking my money, investing it in real estate. And you could make fun of me. I'm getting to shake my head. You, you, can make, you can make fun of me if you want to. Uh, yes, I'm driving that big body Benz. I don't drive it anymore. Uh, I would, but the, the transmission was, was <laughs> starting to mess up. But um, it takes a sacrifice. Success takes a sacrifice, you guys. And that goes along with budgeting. And so here's what you should do. 10% of everything you do, you guys, 10%, write it down, needs to go to lead generation, 10%. 10 to 12% of um, the money that you meet that you make needs to go towards salaries, um, your administrative assistants, your transaction coordinators. Some of you, some of some of my teams have marketing people, inside sales agents. They have um, twelve percent of everything that you make needs to go towards them. Another five percent needs to go towards equipment, um, technology, education. Five um, percent needs to go to that technology. Um, equipment and your education, personal development every year. And then lastly, as it relates to budgeting, you've got to know where you are every year. You've got to have, you have to have an accountant or um, a bookkeeper. You've got to do a PL, a profit and loss statement every year. I mean, every month. I look at my PL every month. I do a financial review with my accountants every single month. I need to know where I'm at. I need to know where my brokerage is at. I need to know where my gross commission income is for the month because I have a goal, an annual goal of gross commission income. I need to know where I am. And you've got to, you've got to focus. You can't have any surprises at the end of the year. As the year goes on, you've got to know where you are. And all that comes under the category of budget and that's that's one of the main reasons I see real estate agents not succeeding and having to sell real estate really almost for the rest of their lives because they're not budgeting their money. Everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses. And we see it in full display sometimes um, via social media. But it's got to be sacrificed with greatness. If you want greatness, there has to be sacrifice. Um, number eight, you guys, number eight, this is near and dear to my heart. Number eight, pay attention. As a real estate entrepreneur of which you are, you're a business owner, you're not a real estate agent. You are a real estate entrepreneur. You have to have multiple streams of income. When I, when I was a, um, uh, a broker owner, um, with a franchisee, there was a guy who I met a couple times, but I would see him at the conventions. Um, he was out of Tennessee. And 
one thing I really liked about him, he was one of the top brokers at um, with the franchisor. One of the top. I mean, one one year I may have won um, broker of the year or highest grossing office, um, and then next year he he would win in his category. He's also a builder. He also builds houses. Like, how cool is that? Like, um, he spoke at one of the breakout sessions um, at one of the national conventions that we had, and he talked about his multiple streams of income and investing in real estate and buying land. I see him now on social media buying land, um, building houses. He's got other streams of income. He's he's easily easily a million millionaire real estate agent because he has multiple streams of income through real estate. And that's one thing that I've always prided myself on. Um, that's the, that's um, when, when I talk about what, I, what I'm proud of with myself, it's my real estate holdings. It's my real estate business and my real estate holdings. That's what I'm proud of because I can, I can pass that on to, I just have one daughter. I can pass that on to my daughter. Um, hopefully pass it on to my grandchildren. Uh, when I have grandchildren, you've got to have multiple streams of income. That's the only way to get there. And so what are the multiple streams of income? You've got to build your business to the point where you get have a team. Here's what a team allows you. You guys pay attention. A team allows you time. That's a valuable commodity. Now you have time to build other businesses. So what I've tried to do in my business is, like I said earlier, I went from being an agent to a team to um, a broker owner. Started with the franchise model. Now I'm independent. And so I have that stream of income. I have a stream of income from my real estate holdings. And so um, I have passive income for my holdings. I'm flipping properties, I'm wholesaling properties. So I have real estate investment income. Um, we launched mortgage and title, like our own mortgage and title, not part of another mortgage company. We, we our title company, we launched our own mortgage and title company, multiple streams of income. Um, I have an information marketing business, internet business, which is the best, one of the best business models, you guys. Everybody here, every you all, you guys have education. Sell your knowledge. I try to sell my knowledge in the real estate investment space through coaching, through um, eBooks, through online courses. I've got a number of different online courses that I sell. Every single day goes out automatically. Every single day, automatically. Sometimes. Maybe once a month I'll, I'll do a live um, webinar, but I've got an auto and it's automated. And you talk about passive income, waking up in the morning, seeing that some people have purchased your, your products. I've got sales funnels set up that and automated webinars that sell my products. Um, one of my buddies is now he's into the uh, mindset space. And so he's selling his knowledge of mindset, having a better mindset to improve your life. He's he's got a, he's going to be writing an ebook, um, a book, online courses, um, all of those things. He's creating his sales funnels, his content. Um, sell your knowledge. Uh, one of my agents actually, actually two, three, maybe four, four, four of my agents 
um, they have courses. Um, one has um, a course on building a team. So he's got his modules and he's selling the knowledge of building a team. Um, another one, I think she's she's selling just on um, how to how to be a better real estate agent. And so <clears throat> selling your knowledge is just not over the internet. From day one, you're a national company because of um, Facebook advertising. You, you target an audience across the country, across our country. Um, I, I'm excited about the day in a year or two where um, I'm marketing internationally my products because via the internet, you can do that. That's another stream of income, you guys. That's another stream of income um, that you should have. You, you have all this knowledge, why not sell it? Why not put it in the form of um, online courses and coaching um, programs and eBooks and all those kinds of things? I've got an investor toolkit that I sell that has all the forms that anybody would need in the real estate investment space. You have to have multiple streams of income. And, and I see it. And again, um, Gary, Keller, Gary Keller calls it the seventh level agent. Very few agents get there. You have to get there. You have to get to that seventh level, you guys. And it takes multiple streams. Become the best real estate agent you can. Then become the best team leader that you can. And then if you want to go off to owning your own brokerage, do so. I've helped many of my agents um, own their own brokerage. It's always getting to the next level. Um, and then you've got to have these other streams of income. That's how you become a millionaire real estate um, agent. All right, number nine, retirement. As a real estate agent, you guys, as a real estate agent, we don't have a retirement plan set up for us. We have to set up our own retirement plan. Sadly, most do not. Most do not have a retirement plan. I've got one of my agents that is one of my top agents. He, um, every time he has a, a settlement, he instructs us, the brokerage, to take 10% off of each commission and sends it to his retirement plan. He has um, what's called a solo 401k. And so we cut him a check, 90% of the commission, and then we cut a, a commission, I mean, a check to his solo 401k so he can build his retirement. That's what he's doing. He's building his retirement. He's one of the top agents in my office. He also owns 21 properties in Baltimore, Maryland, all free and clear of any mortgages. He's got $20,000 a month in passive income coming in every single month. Talk about a great retirement. I, I, I called him um, early on during the pandemic and I said, well, how, how's things going? Are you okay? He said, man, I'm chilling. I, I, I just looked in the bank. Most of his tenants, almost all of his tenants are voucher holders, Section 8. Um, throughout, the, throughout the pandemic, Section 8 would still, they're still sending out that check on the first of the month. He says, I'm chilling. I just looked in the bank. I just got my money from, from um, you know, from the government. I'm, I'm good. I've got multiple streams of income. Honestly, his only focus is his retirement. That's it. His only focus is his retirement. He wants to build his book of business 
so that he can sell his book of business, sell his business. He's got his 401, his solo 401k that he's trying to get a um, million dollars in before he retirement, he retires. He's got his investment properties. He's got the multiple streams of income. I'm thinking also about another agent. When I got in the business, she was the number one agent um, in, in her area, Charles County, um, Maryland. And now she's in Florida. She built her business such that her children took it over. And so now they send her um, her, her money every month um, from the business and she's in Florida. She's retired, but she's still making money off of her business. We talk about role models. I read, I, I read a, about three years ago that one of the biggest companies here in our area sold their business. Now they, they were regional, they started here and they were up and down the East Coast, sold their business for half a billion dollars. Sold their business for half a billion. Now I'm the type of person, you guys, that I don't care who you are or what you do. If I see one person do something, I say to myself, if they can do it, I can do it. I just gotta figure it out. If they can do it, I can do it. They had X amount of, of branch offices. Um, they really, they had mortgage and title and insurance, but um, I think their mortgage company was related to, I think it was Wells Fargo. Um, but they sold their book of business, the, the agents, their revenue um, for half a billion. Here's what I want you to know. In real estate, you guys, in real estate, there's buyers of revenue. There's a number of different buyers. We have buyers. You, we pick, maybe luckily so, the right industry to be in because there's buyers. If you have enough revenue, if you make enough money, if your gross commission income is high enough, somebody's going to buy it. Like there's, there's big conglomerates like Realogy. There's big conglomerates now. Compass is buying revenue. Realogy is buying revenue. Um, some other companies, you know, that I could mention pro, have, uh, still approach me, but approach me when I left the um, franchise model, they buy revenue all day long. All you got to do is build up your gross commission income, keep a hold of your, um, your database, be a great leader, and they will buy your business, you guys. They will buy it. They will buy your business. And so that needs to be part of your retirement. Selling your business, having real estate holdings, having other businesses, um, a retirement plan, whether whether it's a SEP, IRA, um, or like, like my agent, um, a solo 401k, but then also have the right insurances. Um, there's, a, there's types of insurances that are based on the index, um, IULs, index um, universal life policies that will pay you. Well, it's a life insurance policy that gives you a death benefit, but it will also pay you an annuity once you reach a certain age. As a real estate agent, you guys have to have those things. Do the research. Contact me. Um, I'm happy to share that information with you. You guys can do it. Um, sadly, I've seen real estate agents that were top real estate agents when I got in the business. Now 
are still in the business, but up in age, 70s, 80s, they're still selling real estate because they didn't save their money. They didn't invest their money the right way. Um, they didn't budget their money. Um, I know of a lady who unfortunately now doesn't have the energy to sell. Um, she's kind of selling part-time and she's driving for Uber at one time. She's a top agent in, in our area, didn't budget, didn't save. I'm not judging. I'm just giving you guys the information so, so it doesn't happen to you. Um, real estate agent, we don't take care of ourselves. We have to pay for our own medical. We have to pay for our own life insurance. We don't do it. One of the top real estate agents, I'm sad to say this, in my area, she got cancer. This was a few years ago. Didn't have health insurance. She didn't have the health insurance and she died because she didn't have health insurance and she whittled away and died. That cannot be you. We've got to budget our money. We've got to make sacrifices. We've got to do what it takes to scale our business and prepare for retirement. All right, last, last but not least, let's take our business to the next level. Next, next level thinking. What, what's, the, what's the next level thinking? Part of the next level thinking, you guys, is number one, you've got to build capital. You've got to have money. You've got to have great credit. Work on your credit. You've got to have great credit. Build the capital. Save your money. Um, you've got to have that money in order to help scale your business to put, be able to be a player, put yourself um, in front of opportunities. You've got to have the capital and you've got to have the credit. You are not just a real estate agent um, living commission to commission. That's not enough. You have to also um, be an investor, but more importantly, be an entrepreneur. You've got to be a leader. <clears throat> That's the next level. You've got to be a leader. Um, there's a real estate brokerage here in my area that I really admire. I, I really admire this real estate brokerage. In my personal opinion, my value proposition to real estate agents is better than theirs, in my opinion. I offer my agents 100% commission. I think they offer their, their agents somewhere around 70-30 split. Um, I, I give... Now I give free marketing. You, you, you list a property. I'm sending out just listed cards for my agents free of charge. You sell a house. I'm sending out um, just sold cards free of charge to my agents. <coughs> I'm giving my agents the best technology out here, KV Corp, free. Not only doesn't that brokerage pay for marketing and pay for technology, they don't pay for it. They actually charge their agents for that. They, they charge another 6%, 6 I think. Um, but year in and year out, they kick my butt. In terms of agent count, they're number one in my area, Prince George's County, Maryland. I'm number two, year in and year out. The reason I admire them so much is because even though, in my opinion, my value proposition is better than theirs. I offer real estate investment training free of charge to my agents to help take them to the next level. They don't. Here's what they have, you guys. And here's what you have to have. And here's why I admire them. They've got great leadership. It's the leadership team. They've, they've created a culture. 
within their brokerage. You've got to, you've got to be a good leader. You've got to create a culture. What is that? What's culture? Their agents love that office so much that they, they know what's out here. They know what their options are. They would never leave. They don't leave. They don't leave because of the culture and because of the leadership. They love being there. They love each other. It's a family atmosphere. They go to church together. They, um, they do fundraisers together. They do all those things. They've created a culture. In order for you to, to um, get into the seven figures as a real estate agent or a real estate entrepreneur, you've got to touch a lot of people. And you've got to create that culture where people are happy to work for you. People want to come running. Even though your value proposition might not be that great, it's the feeling that you give others by supporting them that they want to be with you. And that's leadership. And so next level thinking is being the best leader that you can be, creating that culture for your team, for your brokerage, for everybody around you. I have agents that leave me um, because that's the real estate industry. Um, but because I've created the culture and when they leave, I'm not mad when they leave. If anybody um, wants to pursue a better way of taking care of their family, I'm happy for them. I applaud them, I help them. But because I've created a culture, 60, 70% of them come back because they didn't get that good feeling. They don't have that culture where, where they went. You've gotta create a culture for yourself. When they leave, I don't get upset. I don't bad mouth um, the brokerage that they're going to. Um, as a matter of fact, I tell them, I, I can see why you're going there. It's a good brokerage. I hope things work out for you. Um, but if they don't, this is always home. Come back. Never bad mouth. Never bad mouth. That's not, that's not my style. Because I want them to come back. If, if things don't work out, create the culture. Be a great leader. Be able to delegate. Bring value to everybody around you. Bring value. Um, recruit talent. When we're talking about teams, when we're talking about brokerages, it's talent, you guys. You've got to create talent. You've got to hire talent. In order to elevate yourself, you've got to create talent. I've got so many people around me that guess what? They're smarter than I am. They're smarter than me. Um, but I bring value to them. They bring value to me and, and, and my business. You've got to hire talent. One of the toughest things that you're going to do in your journey um, to be a millionaire entrepreneur is hiring talent. I, I, I said that I, I just launched a title company. And since launching, I've had to get rid of three different processes. I've had to get rid of a management team that I hired to run um, the title company because um, as much as I thought they were talented, they, they, they weren't. And they were getting in the way of, of me really, you know, building the type of business that I want to build. And so I had to get rid of them. And it's the biggest challenge that any entrepreneur is going to have in your career is getting the right people, getting the talent. Sometimes you got to roll up your sleeve like I have and said, OK, I'm going to hire the best processors, the best um, openers and the best post closers. And then I'm going to oversee everything as much as I can. I'm going to oversee everything. Um, 
because sometimes you know you just, you just have to do that. And kind of lastly, you've got to train, but then personally, you've got to think big, you guys. You've got to think big. You've got to think bigger than you've ever thought before. If your dreams and your goals don't keep you up at night, then they're not big enough. If your dreams and goals are to the point where you can accomplish them yourself, they're not big enough. You need a team, you need an army to um, help you achieve those big, big goals. And so be bold, you guys, be, be fearless, want to be great, want to live up to your fullest potential. And you guys, you can do it. You guys can do it. If others can do it, you can do it too. Nothing special. There's nothing special about me. I'm just ordinary, trying to do extraordinary things. If I see somebody selling their house, their their business for a half a billion, I'm studying. Okay, he sold for half a billion. Um, what was the revenue? What was the gross commission income? How many offices did he have? How many agents did he have? I'm doing the work. I'm doing the studying. I just need to emulate that. But now with commissions much higher, I can do better. I can do better because I can get more revenue through other businesses. And then my goal, not, not because I need it, but because it's attainable, I want to put myself in the position that in 10 years I can sell for a billion. And so that's what I'm doing. I was, I was in Owens Mills, Maryland yesterday looking for office space to put an office in Baltimore. I've got to spread my wings in order for me to get to that goal. I can't stay right here in my area. I've got to spread my wings. So the first place is there. And so I'm studying um, how many square feet do I need? What's the price per square foot? Can we negotiate? You know, so I'm looking at all of those things to put an office um, there and then I'll, I'll duplicate that. And so we're going to put brokerage, mortgage title, Nothing that I'm doing hasn't been done before. And then we're going to go to Philadelphia and so on and so forth. But that's my goal, my dreams. What are yours? What's your goal? What's your dream? What are you looking to do in the future that's going to elevate you and scale your business and allow you to live out your fullest potential um, to be the best that you can be? And that's all we could ever ask, just to be the best. Be the best that you can be. And that's enough. We want to live a life with no regrets. Last thing I'm going to say, I don't want to have any regrets. When it's time for me to lay my head down and it's time for me to depart this earth, I want to know that every dream that I had, I at least pursued it. May not have succeeded, but at least I went for it. At least I went for it. And that's what I want for you, to live up to your fullest potential, um, Go for your dreams and go through, go for it with vigor and determination. You guys can do it. All right, you guys, um, follow me on Instagram, um, Greg Bennett Invest. If you have any questions, you can put them in now. Um, if you're interested in joining our brokerage, go to joinbrs.com. It's at the bottom here, joinbrs.com. But follow me on Instagram. We're, we're going to be putting out a lot of good content. Um, hopefully I can bring value um, to you and in some sort of way. But um, thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for attending. If there's any way whatsoever that I can bring value, some advice, 
whether it be on the real estate brokerage side or as an agent or as an investor, which is really my sweet spot, hit me up. Um, I, I put together a handout that I kind of follow, kind of an outline. If you're interested in that, I'm happy to send it to you. Just follow me on Instagram right here, request it, put your email address in there, and we're happy to send it out to you. All right, you guys, take care. God bless, and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.